Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Welcome to another episode of Friends of Friends. My name's Pete Allison, and here's Dave Cribb. Ahoy, hoy, hoy to you, Peter et al. Um, how are we? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Um, how about you? Very positive, I'd say. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Why any particular reason? No, not really. I just think <laughs> I had a nice a nice weekend of sitting around, and yeah, I just had a nice time, you know? I've got, yeah, it's, it's, you know, sometimes you're just having a nice day. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those days, and it oh, shouldn't I'm be. Glad. But it's uh, it's by rights, it's just locked down and miserable, isn't it? But yes, got to take them while they're here, haven't you? Yeah, exactly. Um, my new electric toothbrush arrived in the post today. Did it? So that's uh, exciting. What sort of what model is it? Uh, it's not one of these ones that costs like you. Do you know how much some electric toothbrushes are ridiculously expensive these days, Dave? What are you talking? There are some, mine was like 30 quid, right. but there are some that are literally hundreds of pounds. And how much better can they really be? Yeah. Well, there are ones that like sync to apps and stuff, which just feels Oh, yeah. Do you know what? I had one that I got on offer, I think, that syncs to an app, but I've never obviously used the app because what no. am I using the app for? I know how to brush my teeth. You'd use it for like three days and then get bored of it. Yeah, I didn't even do that. I had like, it actually, that one I had came with a phone holder that had a like a sucky sucky phone holder to stick to the mirror, and you'd put your. I think you're supposed to put your phone on it and then look into the camera as you. Uh, some oh, it like, can be asked. Absolutely, it can be asked. I can barely be asked brushing my teeth, mate. Never mind all the paraphernalia around it. I was going to say who's got the time, but obviously everyone has the time at the moment. But even so, mm. not up for that. And keep good uh, eye on your teeth as well, mate. You know, as a man that's recently had a tooth out. Oh yes, you did, didn't you? Yeah, I got a big hole in my gob now. Well, it's a wisdom tooth, so it's sort of fine. But I once had four teeth out in one go. That's too many, mate. That's too many. How was it? Um, the, the, the most difficult thing was that that night I was in a school play. <laughs> As what character? Uh, I can't really remember now. Like it was like a like a performing arts thing at school. I was one of those. You clearly like you touch on occasionally your previous dramatic. Oh, I've quite the past day career, past, and I don't think yeah. we've explored it enough. What's the best role you've ever played? I, I want to uh, explore um, it in a sort of Joey Tribbiani career way. Have you ever okay. played uh, Freud in the musical Freud? I haven't. No, oh. um, I was Baby John in West Side Story. Were you? Anyway, talking of acting, that's yes. what this episode is all about. Would you say, Pete, that West Side Story was your? Big break. 
Uh, in my in the the quite limited terms of my my acting repertoire, yes, I'd, I'd say it was. Yeah, there you go. Well, that leads me nicely on to the episode we're going to talk about today, Pete. Is it the one with Joey's big break? It's the one with Joey's big break. How did you know? Because um, just watched it. Yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, contrary to popular opinion, we do actually do a bit of preparation for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we do, yeah. There is some sort of effort. Um, series 5, episode 22, the one with Joey's big break. Shall I read you the request first or the synopsis first? Request first, and it's quite a brief one, isn't it? So the request comes from Emily. Hello, Emily. Uh, lads, hello. Very um, succinct messaging. No, hi, lads. It's just lads. Mm. Full stop. Hello. Full stop. And you know what? I appreciate that. Yeah, like straight too. to the point. Please have a chat about TOW, again, efficiency, Joey's big break. Rachel's eye drops are the highlights, but I also enjoy Phoebe calling Ross fat ass. That's the extent of the request. Nice. That'll do. That's all we need. <laughs> Two of the highlights, certainly. Um, here's the rest of the synopsis, though. Fat asses aside. Joey lands a role in an independent movie, then borrows Phoebe's taxi cab. That's weird they've put that. To drive to the Las Vegas location. Chandler rides along, but learns Joey won't get paid unless the movie's successful and remarks he does not think the movie will be Joey's big break furiously joey kicks chandler out this is like a fucking scene by scene account isn't it yeah stranding stranding him on the bridge production's been shut down when joey arrives due to lack of funds forcing him to get a job at caesar's palace as a gladiator meanwhile rachel has an eye infection but resists using the prescribed eye drops and phoebe's angry at ross refuses to make up leaving it to ross to figure out what he did um Yes, I'd say for the second week in a row, quite a mad Phoebe storyline that just sits in the background of everything else, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, where would you like to start, though? Uh, Phoebe, Rachel, or maybe we'll finish with the big break, I think, won't we? Yeah, let's start with Phoebe because it's quite brief, isn't it? It is, and when you know what the punchline is, aka that uh, she's mad at Ross because she dreamed that he called her boring, when you yeah. know that... The whole plotline playing out seems insane, doesn't it, really? It's not unreasonable for Phoebe to find Ross irritating, to be fair, because he is in quite an irritating phase of Friends, isn't he? Yes, this is a bad Ross era, isn't it? This is uh, him being just... Yeah, not not the... I don't think it's Ross's worst behaviour, but it's the most irritating behaviour, isn't it? There are some great Phoebe lines, like when he comes in when she's just chatting to Joey and he, she goes, um, this guy again. Yeah. <laughs> this actually does, yeah, there's so many good Phoebe, uh, kind of like last week when we were talking, it was the Jack Cousteau, you know, yeah. finding Jack Geller sexy. It's like, it adds to the storyline, not one jot, you know, the overall narrative, but it does serve up some great lines. A couple of highlights for me were... Um, She's talking about her list of people she's mad at. Has anyone seen my list? What does it look like? It's a piece of paper with the word Ross on it. Like She delivers that so so deadpan and well, doesn't she? Yeah, another line that I love is when she's talking about uh, a carton of cigarettes and she said, you can trade it for protection. Oh, no, that's prison. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Chandler sending them to Joey uh, to apologise. There's another one in the um, sort of Joey big break plot line where she suddenly goes, oh, my grandmother's dead. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is Phoebe's way of her brain telling her that they can borrow the cab. Um, but yeah, she has a lot of good little little funny moments. And then Ross tries to speak to her, doesn't he, later? He tries to confront her. She has that very Phoebe moment where she is, is very blatantly ignoring him and moving across the couch. 
Um, and, and, and Ross sort of says, why are you mad at me? And she admits that she can't. And like, again, this storyline becomes in- insane. Once you learn Phoebe literally can't remember why she's mad at him. It's the most Phoebe of all the things, isn't it? But she's so convinced that she is mad at him and he deserves this treatment that it doesn't matter to her that she can't remember the specific details. Um, but, in, you know, it's not often you feel sorry for Ross, is it? But in this case, I do think he's getting a bit of the brunt. You know when she says, you and I are playing chess? Um, there is a later scene, isn't there, in Friends, where Phoebe and Joey are playing chess and yeah. they can't remember the rules. Yeah, 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 yeah. When they're doing the sort of speed chess and they go, yes. I, I like this version better. Yeah. Um, yes, there is. Um, not as much chess in Friends as you'd like, is there? <laughs> but <laughs> I remember at school there was a, a, a chess club sounds very dull doesn't it i mean I, I guess unless you want to learn to play chess at which point it sounds quite useful but um yeah i mean we've i think we've talked about this quite recently we, we've all been on the queen's gambit hype haven't we so you know yeah, suddenly sure. suddenly chess, chess is, cool. is cool i gave up playing chess almost immediately after i started playing it again after watching the queen's i'm so i'm so, i'm so yes you did have a chess phase recently didn't you oh phase is such a strong word pete phases i watched it and went you sure. dabbled in chess yeah i dabbled i got a couple of apps didn't even get around to getting a bloody board but never mind it's over i'm back enjoying what i enjoyed which was not playing chess for many no. many years um and then we will talk about the the quick fire game which has a lot of flaws and causes a lot of problems in this episode but that's basically how they resolve this um problem in the end isn't it ross ross does the quick fire uh, yes. what are his ones flora and fauna and simon and garfunkel or something like that yeah i do think though that that like it does feel like a good technique to get the truth out of someone wouldn't you be just on your guard knowing that you'd be waiting coming? for that the, the the killer question wouldn't you Pete, uh, hmm? what do you like better, jam or butter? Butter. What do you want to do next, Rachel's Eye or Joey's Big Break? Rachel's Eye. Good decision, Pete. Thank you. Jam or butter? <laughs> Herein, for me, lies the problem in the game. You try asking me five quick-fire questions Ch- off the top no, of your head. Ha- hang on, I can't do it. It's just jam or butter. They're not, they're not interchangeable. A number of the things that they ask during those games. I mean, my one actually was, and this is probably another American thing, but peanut butter or egg whites? What are you using egg whites for, lads? Um, yeah, that's a good point. Like Some sort of protein boost. Oh, hang on, I'm just going to Google it and see what we've got. Peanut butter. Can I make peanut butter with eggs? That sounds, that sounds fucking awful. Yeah, I can't figure out. I mean, I say that as someone who's not a peanut butter fan. You don't like peanut butter? No. Oh, I love peanut butter, mate. But I don't eat egg whites like I eat peanut butter. That's what I that's what I can say for sure, you know? Well, no. Why would you? No. Um and another one that Phoebe asks Joey again, we'll we'll sort of talk about this more a bit later is it feels like he wouldn't have an opinion on is Ty or Ascot. What does that mean? Well, a quite like how how much of a neckwear expert are you, Pete? What's an ascot? Well, I had to Google it. It's a sort of cravat. Oh, and not only do I not know that, and you not know that, and maybe that's an Americanism, but I just don't feel like Joey would know that, (laughs) and not only know that, but have such an immediate opinion on whether he preferred a tie or a cravat. Um, 
I mean, I'm still not over jam or butter as a question, to be honest. What did you answer? I didn't even hear it because I was so I said, panicked. I said butter. That's mad. Jam's loads better. But you can't use. You can't. It's not like a choice between <laughs> those two, is it? It's not. Like, oh, Oh, I was about to use a terrible example. Do you know what I was about to do? I was about to do that thing where Joey's like, oh yeah, I have a fried chicken. <laughs> what are you going to ask? I was going to say, but you can't like get toast and then decide between butter and jam. And then I was like, no, hang on. That is absolutely a thing that people do. Yeah, 100%. I think it's fine. Were you talking about toast? Yes. All right, fine. In that specific example, I'll say yes to okay. save face. Um, Rachel's eye? Yes, I mean my main issue with Rachel's eye yes. is that they've made no attempt to make it look like she's got a problem with her eye, <laughs> other than that she blinks a few times at the start, and then she just looks absolutely fine. Like stick a bit of makeup on. Yet we're led to believe that this infection is so bad that if she doesn't treat it, she will be she forced lose to have a eye. glass yes. eye within three months. Yeah, yeah. I'd say the I'd say the medical science behind this storyline isn't as accurate as it might be. For example, A, I mean, I don't know much about eye doctoring in the sense that I couldn't even think of the word off the top of my head. Um, Is it just an optician or is it like an ophthalmologist? We've had this with friends before. I think surely it's just like an optician, isn't it? isn't it? Yeah. I do love going, I think I said this before, I do love going to the opticians. Why? I don't know. It chills me right out. That's interesting. You know when you just sort of sat there in the dark, mm. reading some letters? <laughs> reading some letters. Um, you could just do that at home, mate, if you wanted to. Someone shining a little light in your eyes. Uh, just chills you out, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess so. I, I, I mean, I guess so. Clearly not for Rachel. Uh, but what I would say is, I don't know much about the science behind it, but it strikes me that he might not necessarily need that giant machine if he could easily identify it by a fraction of a second look half a foot well, away from her eye you know my my issue is that at the point when she's doing the glycoma test right yeah. she's sat there in front of him with her eyes open yeah and he doesn't spot this in, tiny sign of an infection at that point when right. he's literally staying at her eyes the only point at which he does spot it is when he vaguely waves his little <laughs> optician tool yeah. which sounds bad uh, in front of her eye in the space of a split second he immediately diagnoses it I just wouldn't be able to even look through it that quickly never mind focus on a thing and spot an infection and prescribe no. some drops for it No, I mean that's why I'm not an eye doctor mate but I would argue I imagine it's one of those episodes where real eye doctors are watching it and going that guy has not yeah. done his research on the wrong yeah, because fine. that is weak also, she says at one point, doesn't she? Oh, if you don't mind the pus, and the pus means it's heat. Firstly, disgusting. Yeah. But also, Rachel's eyes is, is she claims if everything she claims is accurate, sounds really quite serious. If she's got some sort of leakage from her eye, yeah, yeah. And again, we don't see any actual physical evidence of it, do we? Like no. it just looks like she's got a normal eye. Uh, again, if the infection is that bad that she might have a glass eye. And there's pus coming from it. I don't think eye drops would be the <laughs> would no. be enough to, to to fix it, right? No, it sounds very serious. I mean, if you are a medical professional, please do feel free to get in touch with us because we're saying none of this uh, with any sort of level of expertise. Do you know any opticians? Do I know any opticians? That is really interesting. I don't it's not know. That interesting. <laughs> I I don't think I've ever outside of an opticians. Met an optician. That's a really no. I don't think I. Ha- I don't think I've ever conversed with an optician not in exactly. an optician's 
uh, room. They're mysterious, they are. Where do, it's like if a tree falls in the woods and there's no one there, does anyone hear it? Like, if you're not in an optician's room, do opticians exist? Are any of you opticians? That's my big question for you this week. <laughs> if you're an optician and you listen to Friends with Friends, do you know what? We're interested in you getting in touch. Opticians getting a lot of love, aren't they? Well, what I would say is if you do get in touch and you are an optician, there's a high chance that at some point in the next couple of years, Pete will ask you to just shine a light in his eye, yeah. just to relax him after a stressful and day. And then talk softly to me while you're close to my face. It's getting weird now, mate. It's getting weird. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, this storyline starts with... Now, I've, I picked up on this especially because we, we watched an episode of Joey last week. Um, for the Joey with Friends spin-off on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash, uh, what is it, Friends Pod. Oh, friends Pod, yeah. <laughs> uh, and in that episode of Joey, just as a sort of passing comment, he says, I've never had, something like, I've never had any female friends that there's been any sort of dodgy sexual history with, or, you know, like, what, what's, do you remember this? He basically says, I can be friends with women without it being weird and fancying them, you know? Yeah, and immediately we flagged that up because he flirts with his friends all the time. Yeah, but in a weird way. So at this point, at this very start of this episode, Rachel is um, doing some very, I'm sure, accurate, I've got an eye infection, winking, trying to basically get her eye to feel better. Eye acting. Eye acting. And Joey immediately interprets that as, ah, she wants to have sex with me, my friend of five years (laughs) that I've never had sex with. Like, she just starts winking across the coffee house and he's like, do you know what? Why not? It's a Tuesday. I'm going to try and bang my friend. <laughs> weird, isn't it? It is weird. It's very strange. It's a very strange man. I mean, Rachel, famously in the past, you know, the the episode where Rachel um, hurts herself and Ross has to apply all her eye makeup, for example. Yes, he he gets very close to her. I yeah. mean, touches her eye, the outside of her eye. Would look, like, in this episode, we're led to believe anyone coming within, like, a foot of her face is mm. a real problem. But having said that, she's clearly uncomfortable here and all her friends act like pricks <laughs> and just basically yes, go, true. oh, you got a phobia, have you? Well, we'll mock that till the cows come home. Well, especially as the culmination of this is quite a sort of, well, two violent takedowns of Rachel in order to get the drops in. Right. One from Monica on her own and then she gets set upon by her friends as a gang. Yes, in a premeditated attack. Yeah, strategic. In which... Let's be honest, we can all see they missed. <laughs> yes, it's true. Monica's plan of pinning Rachel down and then squirting an entire bottle in the hope that it it, it lands in Rachel's <laughs> eye while she's squirming. The, the odds of that working are very slim. Very, well, all she has to do is close her eyes, famously, yeah. isn't she? Which gets around all those problems. But even when there's four of them pinning Rachel down, it still lands on a bloody eyelid. It's true. The only other curious thing about this plot line, which I just noticed and had to rewind a couple of times, was when Rachel and Monica are leaving for the uh, eye doctor, they leave, you know, when she knocks the cereal off. Yeah. Or fine. There's like a couple of weird continuity bits in that where all the cereal moves around. But when Rachel leaves the apartment, you can just see in the background that she's turning left out of the apartment. (laughs) (laughs) Which, you know, five years in. You'd think she'd know where the stairs are, right? I do love that little squeal from Monica, though, when it becomes clear that actually it really is freaking her out that there's cereal everywhere. Chandler! Yeah, yeah, I yeah, love, yeah, I do like that. Yeah, she copes with it remarkably well, doesn't she, at first, when the cereal's knocked off. Like, Monica, Monica should, by rights, be freaking out immediately, but she um, manages to hold it together. But like you say, it quickly becomes a problem after that. Should we have a small advertorial break, Peter? Let's do that, and then let's talk about the Joey bit. I would like it to be... 
ensured that our podcast does not run out of funding, like Joey's film. So please listen to these messages closely and ideally buy some. No, actually, it doesn't make any difference if you don't, if you buy the products, does it? If you don't keep listening, then we'll be stranded in a desert holding some balloons. Exactly. And you wouldn't want that, would you? you'll subscribe to our podcast you know it's all about how to get the most out of your partner and we're partners so we know all about it it's good get it wherever you want to get it when you go and get it from your podcast place richard and greta you know you know Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, so Joey's got his big break in a movie. He has. Um... He, right, he mentions the plot, and he's very excited about it. Yeah. And he talks about how it, his character meets someone on the subway, right? Yeah. Why are they filming in a desert? <laughs> not, I'd never thought about that. No part of the plot that he describes suggests anything resembling a need to be in the middle of a desert. That's such a good point. What does he say? They meet on the subway and then he knocks on, on the a subway, house. Yeah, and then he knocks at the door and it's a woman who says, Betsy's been dead for 10 years. And that's it. That is so bizarre, isn't it? Unless Why? he knocks on Betsy's... Is it Betsy? Be- yeah, Betsy's been dead for 10 years, yeah. So maybe Betsy lives in the middle of the desert. I meet this girl... I'm retreating the script. I meet this girl on the subway. We fall in love in a day. Then she disappears. But I find out where she lives. I get there... The old lady answers the door and I say, where's Betsy? And she says, Betsy's been up for 10 years. Yeah, that feels like something they could have definitely shot in New York if they'd have wanted to, doesn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah, it's just an excuse to get him to Vegas, isn't it? That is wild. And I'm annoyed that that's never crossed my mind before. But there you go. Okay. That's Fair what I'm point. here for, Dave. We'll never be able to watch that again now. Nobody's ever going to be able to watch that again without questioning that. But the good news is, and I imagine this is the case quite often, having listened to this podcast... And having that flagged up to you, you will now be the annoying prick in your social circle that always says stuff like that when you're yeah. watching it with your pals. I do love, um, I do love Joey planning his journey with an actual map. Like, remember maps? 
Do you, though? Do you remember? Well, I remember watching this scene as a kid, and there's a lot of stuff in this. Like, peanut butter and egg white is the first one. I imagine that's some sort of American snack-based thing that we're not into. But I did not know what tic-tac-toe was No. when I first watched this. And I also, I think maybe the first couple of times, didn't really understand the word route. No, no, I'm with you there. But I, I do think if I was to have to make long journeys using an actual paper map rather than modern technology, yeah. I would get so fucking lost. I'm trying to remember. I didn't really... We were too young to really drive. Like, when I first started driving, um, I would print out a route planner. Yes. Remember that? <laughs> but that would heavily still involve in, like, a sort of a passenger being able to yes. go turn left off the A12 here. How did people used to navigate without without sat now? <laughs> it's such a prickish millennial thing to say, isn't it? But yeah. it is wild, isn't it? Mm. I guess people just didn't go anywhere in the past, eh, Pete? Well, that's true. Um, also, have you have you done a a quick Google Maps as to how long it would take to drive? I did wonder. Is it? I imagine it's. Well, you're go, you're talking top right of the country to. Like the bottom of, aren't you? Yeah, well, it's weirdly on a horizontal, it's not too bad. It's sort of, it's only a bit down, but it's still a 37 hour straight journey. Drive? Yeah. Jesus. 37 hours. And it doesn't feel like he stops very much, does it? He stops at a couple of gas stations. Well, he stops to let Chandler out. Well, yeah, I mean, that's just, I mean, I mean, got out of Manhattan. Uh, do you know what? There is a problem with that as well, according to the internet. And one that New Yorkers would probably. What the bridge they take? Yeah, the bridge. Anyway. The, the bridge that they're on is apparently the Manhattan Bridge. Right. When they do the long shot, you know. Yeah. And, and that one goes. That one goes east. Doesn't go west at all, does it? The the I was going to say fake taxi, but that's that's something else, isn't it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> the the retired taxi the the retired taxi that joey and chandler in yeah um if you're wondering about the joke that i just made don't google fake taxi no one's wondering pete we all we've all seen the memes yes okay fair if not the actual thing uh (laughs) (laughs) um so the fake taxi that joey and chandler in um they've made next to no attempt to make that look legit have they i mean you like you can see through the window of like in the background of both Chandler and Joey and it's blurry. There's just like this <laughs> this blurry generic skyline behind them. They've just made no attempt to make it look like actual New York. No, it's, it's real. It's 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 really poor, isn't it? Like that that whole scene is and when he kicks Chandler out of the taxi, there's nothing that draws attention to the fact that it's clearly a like a green screen scene than just showing a generic establishing shot of a bridge and having yes. Matthew Perry do a voiceover. Yes, you don't even see him on the bridge, do you? No, you just no. hear him. You just hear him going, I'm going to die here. Like, it's it's kind of mad, considering... I was thinking about this, sort of, like, budgetary-wise, and I'm sure it's much... I mean, it's obviously because they film in LA, not New York, IRL, you know? Yeah. So it'd be a bit mad to go to New York to do to do that shot but you'd have thought they could have just found a bridge in LA or something that just made it look like the side of a road you know yeah because they spend a lot of money on for example the entire fake movie set that doesn't even get made like there's there's, there's clearly there's clearly a budget in this in this television show is what I'm saying Pete it also it always feels weird watching a friend scene like off set so that bit when Joey is actually in the desert yeah um 
it just doesn't feel like you're watching proper friends, does it? Because I don't know, it looks different. It feels different. They sound different because they're not actually in a studio. Yeah, and that, so that desert's in LA, apparently. This is one of the saddest things that I'd never... I mean, it makes sense because we never see them outside in Vegas, but they just never went to Vegas, did they? Yeah, surely they really could have up sticks and gone filming on location. I was thinking, if you were working on Friends and it was like the season finale and they're like, the one in Vegas, you'd be like, oh, hell yeah, we're going to have a great yeah. time. And then they'd be like, no, no, we're just going to shoot in a small desert outside LA and then also build a set of a hotel on our normal stage. But yeah, so Joey drives apparently 37 hours on his own. Uh, to be fair, I think Chandler is well within his rights in this episode. To question to whether question this the clear Joey's scam the of a film yeah. that Joey's been signed up to by his notoriously bad agent. I mean, the terms that he's been... Uh, is it one cent in every dollar or something that he earns that yeah. the film will make? I mean, if the film was a huge success... Oh, do you know what? Like as a percentage laughing, of as a percentage of what you would get from like a blockbuster, that's a great return. Yeah, one hundredth of a cut of the whole thing. But and for there to be no guaranteed payment, yeah, it, it also just feels like I can't try to work out where the funding model of this film fell down because it's got far enough that they've hired a crew and set up in the desert, and then it's a, then they're like, "That's it, guys. That's all we had the money for." <laughs> Let's rewind, shall we, to Joey. So Joey finds out he can have the cab from Phoebe. Chandler decides that the best way to get out of his job is just to not go. I mean, it's amazing he's maintained a career for so many years with his attitude to work, isn't it? Um, Joey plays the sort of fast game with Phoebe to work out on the north the north or south route. route. And also this episode, back in the day, I remember, introduced me to the concept of sweater vests. Well, yes, um, there's a reference to wild dogs ending up wearing Chandler's sweater vests. Yeah, does Joey approach a pack of dogs? Well, this is the question. How do you get a sweater vest on a wild dog? (laughs) Exactly. I mean, speaking as a man with a single non-wild dog who occasionally Mm. wants to put a coat on him so he doesn't get muddy... It's a fucking pain, mate. Never yeah. mind wild dogs in a pack trying to put on clothes made specifically for humans. Yeah. Maybe that's just what Joey did to break up the journey, just sort of wrestled a, a vest onto a dog. You think he'd be too tired after his 37th hour. Where's a high high house quite near to it's quite early on the 37 hours, isn't it? That's true. But when he gets I've got a lot of problems with this film. What I would say is, Pete, I would watch Shutter Speed. I think it sounds it's like a an good, intriguing plot. Sounds like a film I'd watch. It's one of those like it's like a, an old urban myth, isn't it? That story. I think it's very. Fam- I'm sure I've watched a film or a show that's basically that entire plot at some point in my life. Yes. Um, but I would watch it. Maybe we should be. Maybe instead of the spin-off of Joey, they should have done a spin-off of Joey filming Shutter Speed. It's the sort of film that you'd probably land on after scrolling through Netflix a bit. Yes, and yeah, not knowing what you wanted to watch that night. Yeah. Would watch it. But it's absolutely, it's being run appallingly. The The director's not a great man-manager, is he? No one's called Joey. They're clearly shut down. He's just driven 37 hours. Looks remarkably fresh, let's be honest. And the guy's just like, do you know what? It's off. Let us know where you're staying. <laughs> that is yeah. weak. He's sort of left to his own devices, isn't he? Yeah, I do feel a bit sorry for Jess. I mean, the, the, the obviously sort of uh, deliberate shot of him standing on his lonesome with a, a pack of balloons in the middle of the 
deserted desert with a horse with no name playing in the background and it is actually quite sort of bleak isn't it at that yeah. point yeah um but it's just obviously we're getting ready for for the vegas episodes aren't we yes. um it's all hurtling towards that um and then yeah and then and chandler sends him the balloons and and that's how, yeah it's it's quite a sad ending to the episode really isn't it yes but like we say sounds like a terrible scam and he's probably best out of it Hey, we've got a quiz provided by Amy again. Amy, our the quizzed. Quiz it. On our actual quiz last week on the Instagram Live one we did, mm. there were so many Amys. Yeah, there were a lot of Amys. There was like seven Amys or something at one point. That's mm. Do Amys love quizzes? Maybe. Maybe other Amys have all been inspired by this Amy who provides us with our quizzes. Well, the good news is we're banking an army of Amys to provide us with quizzes over the next months an amy army an amy army um but original amy oa has uh once again provided us with an end of episode quiz like we used to do when we had guests um are you ready for question one yeah go on which day does joey need to be on set by oh tricky oh it? um <laughs> god well like a date or an actual day no, it's the week. day of the week monday to guess another day yeah <laughs> Tuesday <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> cool fine I thought I'd give you a second chance because unless you'd gone rogue it was likely you'd get it a second time um, uh, hands up I absolutely did not remember that either uh, question two what state is the man with a beard of bees in Illinois isn't it Illinois is it yeah great Illinois Question number three. How often and for how long should Rachel use her eye drops? Three times a day, isn't it? But is it for a week, is it? Or two weeks? Uh, I'd say a week. Three times a day for a week? Yeah. Hey! How long have they been driving for before Joey suggests Chandler takes over? Yeah, this is pertinent, isn't it, to the 37-hour thing? Well, they're only on the bridge, aren't they? Yeah, because they're on the bridge. Yeah, they've been driving for half an hour, I think. Half an hour into his 37-hour journey, and Joey's already tired. It's a miracle he doesn't die. (laughs) And question five, where is the well-dressed pack of dogs? We've already answered this, Pete. Uh, Oh, I can't remember the actual location, though. Ohio. Ohio, there you go. Ohio. Um, Five out of five between us, did we get... Well, we didn't get the day of the week right, did we? Oh, no, we absolutely didn't. You're quite right. Four out of five, then. That was very um, honest of me. It was very honest. Well, you're only cheating yourself, as, as we know. True. What's next week's episode, Peter? Would you like to know? Uh, well, it comes from two people. Oh, yeah. Um, Je suis le chat on Instagram. I am a cat. Uh, and also Wayne. <laughs> and not tried as hard with your username there have you Wayne uh, Wayne has provided us with a quiz so Amy you get a week off oh, uh thanks Wayne uh, what episode is it oh I haven't told you no. <laughs> we know Wayne and the cat have provided it it is the one with the tiny t-shirt oh we're going old good it's, we've not done early friend I mean I say that Someone will prove me wrong immediately, I'm sure. But it feels like we haven't done like an early episode. For uh, quite a well, while. I'm looking at a list. No, you're right. We it's quite some time. Yeah. Oh, exciting. Good. In fact, um, first episode of this series is the last time we did proper early friends. 
Is it? Yeah. What was that? Candy Hearts. Candy Hearts, yes. Um, good, good choice. Thanks, Wayne. Thanks, Je suis le chat. Um, we will see you next week for more Ferendas with Ferendas. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> cool. wrong, wrong one, wasn't it? Right. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.